I think if you, uh, if you, I, I think right now, Kanye's on a blink if blink and you'll miss it Twitter spree. Yeah. I think by the time that we're done recording this, we will have missed at least a, a, a novel's worth of Grammy of, urine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he ha- I think he has like twenty of them. So yeah, he probably pissed on that one and was like, yeah. "Just leave it in there." It's fine. We were gonna get rid of that toilet anyway. Yeah, we don't. We never use it. I will say this, right now, right now, his tweets, right now, are not. They're not as unhinged. As people, yeah, who, as his detractors want to make them out to be, yeah. right? They're at least he's he has a point, and I think, well, we'll get into it. Okay, let's crack these beers open. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got okay. Tell us what we're drinking, Obe. Uh, we got a side word brewing special. It's the Sound Investment Triple. India Pale Ale. Um, as usual, these bad boys don't have cold reeds, so it makes my job easy. There you go. Peep the, peep the headwear. Mm. Sideward. That was mm-hmm. an accident. I was just wearing this hat today. Yeah, it worked out. So, my name is Marco Dupa. That right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Go Knights. And this is episode 280 of wow. the One Bear In Podcast. Wow. Let's crack these bitches open. Yes, the One Baron Podcast. The podcast for two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Um, happy to be here. This is uh, episode, another episode where we're finally back in the stew. And hopefully... Hopefully for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> and we continue just improving on things. I don't know if, if, if you can tell... Um, we got new equipment in the studio. Yeah. I mean, we're going to work on this blank space. Yes, this won't be blank for very much longer, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so things are moving up. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So he's been, it's kind of hard to keep up with him at this point. It's been a lot. Yeah. 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 It's been, yeah, it's been, uh, we're still waiting on that. <laughs> still, By the way, still working on that. <laughs> Well, it's nothing that we can do. We have to just wait. Well, I guess there's something that... Here's the thing. I like the program that we were using. Sound Plant is a good program for um, a soundboard. Okay. Simple, easy. The UI was not that hard to figure out. Right. Um, It's just a digital soundboard, right? Yeah, and it was perfect. You just map the keys to what you wanted. I pulled stuff from the internet and just... Legally, Le- all of it was legal. Of course, yeah. yeah. All of it was taken from um, royalty-free websites, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and we recreated 
the ones Anything that we that can w- find. Exactly. Yeah. So all of it legally. Of course. And then you just map it to the keys. Very easy. I like the program. The problem is some of these programs just didn't keep up with um, the OS update. Right. So, I mean, there's just we just have to wait. Every time I go to the site, they're like, we're working on it. <laughs> Trust me. It's like, Your $5 right. will get us there. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, well, it's hard to keep up with everything that he's fucking that he's talking about. But some of the stuff, some of the stuff, is quietly really important. Mm-hmm. And don't don't let the uh, Taylor Swift stands in his comment section. <laughs> Did you know that Taylor outsold him? <laughs> Did you know that Taylor Swift made him famous? Taylor Swift made him famous. I love I love that that's their line. Video of K-pop stars. <laughs> his stands are. Well, let me not say anything about stands. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're steering clear from that ship, my who know, friend. Who knows? I'll go after the incels every day of the week. Mm. But the K-pop stands? Not so much. Respect. Yeah. Respect. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, in between, you know, talking about trying to reconcile with, with Drake and, and Hit Boy and, and um, you know, the 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 interior design of his house and all the other weird shit that he's talking about in between all of that betwixt some would say <laughs> he starts going off on this rant about um his 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 deal his his record deal and how he's like no music is going to come out until I'm out of this deal and then I don't know something must have just snapped in him and he was like, I'm, I'm letting it all out. Mm-hmm. So he just, I mean, it, what he revealed is unprecedented. And people don't understand. Like, I'm, we've gone on this show countless episodes, and we've talked about how we agree and disagree and, you know, my changing feelings on Kanye West, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. None of that has changed. Okay. But what he's doing on Twitter right now cannot be understated. This is really important stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's subversive. Yeah. Everyone writes him off as being this loon because reasons. <laughs> uh, but him sharing his actual contracts, which I'm sure they're not happy about. They cannot be happy about that. Um, and also talking about like, you know, behind the scenes dealings and and really uh I mean kind of talking about some, like you said, really important things in the music industry and really entertainment industry mm-hmm. as far as owning your masters, um, you know, not being part of this system that eats people up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he even expressed talking about uh, the impact on athletes and contracts and things yeah. like that too. So, you know, it's stuff that people have talked about for a long time, but obviously – it being Kanye, he's doing it in a, let's just call it unique way um, and very loudly. So, yeah, that's and that's there's no there's never been an artist at his level who has talked about it in the kind of detail that he's talking about it right now. Yeah. They always usually keep it under wraps. They're always afraid of litigation for good reason. Right. And uh, I think, you know, he obviously doesn't seem to care about the consequences i think that that's actually the point is you know being a martyr for what may happen after this 
Mm-hmm. See, the problem with Kanye West, amongst the many other things, tell us the tell us the problem. <laughs> the main problem uh-huh. is that everything he does and says, you have to look past the veil of capitalism. Mm-hmm. There is always this thing where you're like, all right, what do you stand to gain from this? Because the past like five years has been a, 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 a carousel of controversial statement or action, album rollout, um, of course. Um, uh, clothing line rollout. And, you know, and then it just keeps rolling and rolling. So anytime he does stuff like this, you think, all right, well, what are you getting out of this? What's coming next? It's even even simpler than that. Even recently, I think it was earlier this week, he was, or maybe the week before, he was talking about <clears throat> not being on any boards. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's he's dressing this in in the clothing of, well, this is about all black people. Mm-hmm. It's not just about me. It's about everyone. However, I <laughs> am not on any of the boards that I'm a part of, you know, right. of the companies I'm a part of or that right. I have partnerships with. And so it, it's like... I saw a tweet that was like, it's so clear. Everything that Kanye stands for begins with the seed of, of self-serving. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's just so apparent that pretty much every stance he's taken this, you know, hard nosed, very loud approach uh, on, especially recently has been all rooted in something that's serving his own uh, best interests. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, trying to make a judgment call one way or the other but because you know it makes sense to do things that work for you and that benefit you of course yeah but at the same time if you're saying that you're doing something for the people but it's really about you okay then we may have to reevaluate you you know the ethical nature of what you're standing for right it's hard to get the message from him because the message is pure and what he's trying to get across is is good, but to get the message yeah. from a guy like him at this stage in his career, it's like, it's, it's fuck, it's hard, it's hard to listen to you. And that's why when he goes on these Twitter rants, every time <clears throat> it's split between people who are like, here we go again, yeah, and yeah. his stands who are like, oh, everything you say <laughs> is the greatest thing that's ever been said. More nectar of the gods, <laughs> please. Tweet more. Tweet more. Tweet on my face. Every tweet is the greatest tweet of all time. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. You can't really have. And even this discussion that we're having right now, if somebody on that side of the argument picks up on this, they'll be like, oh, you're just a bunch of haters. You don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's really just you have to I mean, you have to take these things with a grain of salt, man. Like I, like you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to. Jeff Bezos talk about financial struggles. Right. Right? And I'm not saying Kanye is on that level, but Kanye obviously would like to be on that level. Unless it was a discussion that was relevant, like how he came from, uh, you know, kind of meager beginnings Mm -hmm. and became this billionaire. Right. You know, like if that's the discussion, if it's like, this is how I did it, Try doing these things for yourself, yeah. and see how they work out. Yeah, but it would it's it would be more Jeff Bezos going. I mean, it's just 
it just kind of sucks that I don't own Microsoft too, you know? Like <laughs> right. it just doesn't make right. any sense. Like, as, I use a Microsoft computer. Yeah. How come I don't own it? As a uh, yeah, if it's not if it's not that sort of helpful angle, it sounds more like why are you complaining right yeah. now? Yeah, and it's like um, <clears throat> like him wanting to be on the boards of these uh, companies that he collaborates with makes sense on one level, but because there's this there there's because. I, I am fully supportive and on board of any kind of a black excellence and any kind of like because these companies have been taking advantage of black folks since the beginning of time. They sell shoes and they 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 make them for pennies on the dollar on the backs of colored folks in these stu- in, I was going to say studios in these, in these big ass <laughs> studios, studio, studio apartments in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, no, in these fucking factories. Yeah. They break the backs of color folks. Then they sell them to and buy black people. Mm-hmm. And the people who make the most money are the white people who've never yeah. even worn those shoes. Right. It makes sense what he's saying. At the same time, why would you be on the board of Gap? Because you have <laughs> one collaboration with them. Right, They're going right, to put right. you on the board of the company? Yeah. Like, well, and that goes with him not being the person for this conversation, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, specifically in that scenario, like it just seems like it's another one of those things that Kanye is uh, overselling what his relationship is with these companies in order to make it seem like this injustice that he's not on the board. Yeah. Not saying that he shouldn't be when there's this, you know, deep partnership that is intrinsic to his brand, yeah. the Yeezy brand, you know, like if, if that's a thing that he's not being fairly uh, given, you know, power over and ownership over, then I'd get that. But it's like, you know, it's again, I don't want to I don't want to make it a thing about just assuming because of the caricature that he has become. Um, But it's hard to take him seriously in these scenarios because it's like, how much are you exaggerating right now? Because that's what you're known for. Yeah. so it, it it's tough. I agree with you, though. I, I like I I'm all about if this again, it's a conversation we've had time and time again. If this leads to more artists uh, owning their music and getting more money out of their fandom and not this money, not all going to, you know, five billionaires uh, who own the record companies. I'm all for it. Yeah. I think it's great. And Even if it comes from him, it's fine. And it's already prompted a handful of artists to come out and say, like, you say what you want about Kanye, but he's not wrong about these deals. Yeah. I think the main thing that I wanted to talk about, though, and then we can we can get off of this, is the 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 the, the focus being on these evil companies that sign these young manip- or easily manipulated mm-hmm. artists who just want money to these shit deals and now they owe <clears throat> 10 albums and it's like you're going to like Kanye's deal I read part of the contract part of it is like at no point will you retire at no point during the duration <laughs> of this contract will you even threaten to retire mm. at no point will you even take an extended break from making music hmm. like he has to just constantly put stuff out yeah. And that could be part of the reason why some of his stuff has been subpar, why some of it is just like feels like like um the the entire Yeezy Life of Pablo Yay 
Jesus is King. Like that mm-hmm. that stretch of albums. Yeah. I feel like he just didn't take as much time as he usually does. Mm-hmm. And that could be part of it was just like his contract is like, you need to keep shit and stuff right. out. Like the whole seven songs thing that they did a couple yeah. years ago yeah, could yeah, have yeah. all just been, well, I need to churn shit out. Yeah, yeah. To have a, to, to meet the contractual obligation. Yeah. So his he he is on Twitter talking about how shit his deal is, which again that's what that's that's a really powerful thing to see. Um, th- what I would like to see as a young artist is how do I how do I not sign a deal like that? Mm-hmm. Because you can blame. Def Jam or Columbia or Atlantic all you want, but those guys are get they're going for their best interests. To sit here and think, you know, Bobby Whiteman <laughs> at at who's the head of these labels has your best interest at heart. Is, I'm, I'm sorry, it's Bobby Whitman. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry, I, I read that I read that wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's Bobby Bobby Whitman. Right. To think that he has your best interest in mind is crazy because. Right. It's not even a race thing. It's it's capitalism. Why would the right. guy at the top look down at the worker at the it, bottom it, and it, go, yeah. "I need to, I need to have his best interest at heart"? That's the thing. It boils down to capitalism, which sucks because yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. But at the same time, as just as a a a, a, a person living in that system, as we are in, mm-hmm. in the U.S. of A., um, you have to expect that. Right. Companies are out there to make money. We talked about this with the video game discussion time and time again. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter how creative or how much fun the end product is. The companies that put the money up for the thing want the thing to sell. Right. That's all they care about. Right. They don't care about the artist. I mean, they care about the artist as long as the artist can make the thing. Right. That's what they care about. Now, <laughs> I think there's a discussion to be had as far as like valuing that artist more on that side of the business deal because without those artists those companies are nothing yeah those companies columbia couldn't make an album without the musicians right that i mean it it makes sense yeah but at the same time those musicians couldn't feed their kids without columbia right so for a long time it's been this dynamic where columbia i'm just using them as an example i'm not saying that they're egregious in particular but i think they are i'm sure they are um but um, you know, it's been f- for so long that the the ball's been in the court of the uh, person who's putting up the money. And it makes sense because money's power, right? right? So maybe there can be a conversation to be had as far as equaling that scale a little bit yeah, in order to make it more of a partnership with these artists where, sure, the company is fronting the money for the artists to do their thing, but it's more of this organic, like, we're here to support you because us supporting you leads to better art and giving you the time that you need and whatever you need within reason uh, as far as time and, and you know, you need to go to Thailand for a month, <laughs> go ahead, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever you need to get the end product to be as good as it possibly can. And mind you, good in their scale is selling. It, yeah. It's not necessarily, you know. So you need to hold up your side of the bargain. It needs correct. To it needs to sell. sell. If it doesn't sell, then we have to drop you, or not support you as much. Yeah. But as long as it's it's a productive relationship, then we're okay. 
I, I, I agree with you, but I think that that is something that the way that I see that these record labels work is just, I just don't think that's ever going to happen. Even with this, even if there's some kind of revolution yeah. when it comes to how these artists um, approach these deals, you're still going to get, I mean, <clears throat> there are so many rappers and singers and just musicians, period, who you wouldn't believe if you started looking at, because you can find some of their deals online. Um, and I've looked at some of these contracts mm -hmm. because, like, I'm not trying to fall into that trap. If I ever am lucky enough to get into a situation where a label wants me to sign a contract, I am at least halfway prepared to go, all right, I need to sit down and actually read this contract yeah. before I like I'm and I'm and it's because of artists like Kanye who go out there and are very public about their failings. Yeah. And again, I give him credit for that. But I think that there I think that the focus right now because of how long this has been a problem, I think that <clears throat> fixing that side of it mm -hmm. is the long fight. Yeah, I think that educating younger artists is the better short-term focus mm -hmm. because that is something that you could do immediately. Right. A young artist who is blowing up and is on blogs and shit and you're hearing a lot about, you could go to that guy and be like, hey, man, make sure that you read that contract. Make sure you don't yeah. sign a 10-album deal at 18. Hire, like, hire a lawyer. Hire a lawyer. Hi and don't hire the lawyer that the label that no, wants no, to no. sign you wants you to hire. Even if you need to take out a loan, hire a lawyer who knows what they're talking about. Because if you're if you're valued at what these labels think you're valued at, then get a good lawyer. Yeah. Because you're gonna get that money back. Because you're right. obviously you obviously bring that value to the table. Yeah. So you owe it to yourself to not be taken advantage of. Yeah. I was reading about um because Kanye is funny. Kanye posted a screenshot of hip of a post from Hit Boy, who if you don't know, Hit Boy is a a, a producer who produced half of um, Big Sean's new album. Mm -hmm. He produced all of Nas's new album. Right. Um, I think he has an album with uh, Benny the Butcher coming. So he's like the the hit guy. He's in demand he's right now. The he's, Hit Boy. He's the Hit Boy. So he posted about his <laughs> he posted about his contract. It's funny though because he starts the he starts the post off and he's like, you know, I don't I haven't really liked Kanye on a personal level for a long time. <laughs> Ever since he told me to my face that he doesn't pick my beats anymore because I worked with Beyonce. Which is such a weird dude, I don't I can't even get into the 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 uh the um, hierarchy of, of yeah. the issues that Well and and then on top of that, one of the recent tweets by Kanye was him tweeting a Destiny's Child song, yeah. Saying, "Oh, let's do a Destiny's Child gospel album." Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's all the bad shit in between all of the all of this important stuff we're talking <laughs> right. about. All of the meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the a lot fat, of fat is, is around there. Yeah, we gotta dude. carve. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. And okay. there was a part where he was like, "I want to reconcile with Hip Boy," and Hip Boy's like, "Fuck you! <laughs> you don't just get to go on Twitter and be like." Let's squash it after yeah. you said some really fucked up shit to me to my right. face. Like, I don't want to. But it's anyway, all love in the post. He's like, <clears throat> you know, I signed some crazy publishing deal at 18, 19 years old 
where he said he had three different lawyers look at it and they said this is one of the worst publishing deals we've ever seen <laughs> and it's Young artists, they they get the googly eyes and they see the dollar amount and it, they just don't look at anything else. But it makes perfect sense. You know, you're 18, 19. We talked about this with that couple of uh, podcasters, the chicks. Oh, yeah. The call, call, call her daddy. Call, call her daddy. Call, yeah. Call, call her, her daddy. daddy. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The fucking deal that they signed. Right. Exactly. Insane. With something like that, like, you know, you're in your teens to early 20s. You get offered more money than you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Imagine how hard it is to turn that down. Especially, yeah. let's say you're a rapper who's living in public housing and you get an offer for, you know, $100,000. Yeah. How are you going to turn that down when you know that can, you know, get you out of whatever situation you're in right now? Yeah. And to, to do the thing that you want to do anyway. And, and yeah, and yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. It's like if, if, if a guy in a suit came to my house when I was 18 and was like, this is a seven album deal for a couple hundred thousand dollars, dude, I would have signed that immediately. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, seven albums is easy money. You know how easily, I, and I still feel that confident, you know how easily <laughs> I could knock out seven albums? That shit yeah. is, that's nothing. Mm. But what you don't realize and what you don't have the wherewithal or the foresight to think about is what happens if you have some smash hit on your first or second album now you're worth millions not a couple hundred thousand you're not worth millions to you though you're worth millions to them right so therefore all of that profit goes to them, right to them. and you're stuck with whatever you signed exactly but that takes foresight that kids just don't have yeah. You're 18, and you think you're talented, and you think people give a shit about you. You have no, no foresight into what could happen later. Yeah. It's all about what's happening now. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, like even even George Lucas, you know his story. Mm -hmm. He, uh, you know, he was trying to make a deal, and they wanted to offer him more on top, right? Just immediately. Here's here's some extra money for you. We we believe in your project, George. And he said, no, I'll take less, but I want all, I want to own all the products that I can possibly make out of Star Wars. Yeah. The toys, the lunch boxes, the backpacks, everything. And before that time, there, that wasn't really a thing with like a movie franchise. You know, you had lunch boxes and stuff of like, I don't know, like sci-fi TV shows and Westerns and stuff like that. But there wasn't like that big property right. there wasn't like a merchandise deal right so, so uh, action figures and stuff like that uh, he had the foresight to demand that and they were like sure take yeah. the lunch boxes what yeah. do we care and that alone funded him for the rest of his life right. six billion dollars later <laughs> right who, who cares right. and it was you know mind you it was a huge bet because there a lot of people looking at star wars uh, face value the original cut and all that like you could go this this could be absolute garbage yeah <laughs> this could fall on its face but the belief in in what it could be and the potential uh, betting on yourself you have to bet on yourself uh it can really pay in dividends that's that's the lesson kids bet on yourself i mean even even closer to home with this hip-hop conversation i mean chameleon air he had the same kind of story where um 
when he signed his deal, he was this was right before um, ringtones were about to blow up. Yep. And he signs this deal where he's like, look, man, you take that. I want to take the profits off of this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I want every dime that I can get out of the ringtones. I think we may have talked about that. Yeah, I think we hit, I think we did. Yeah. So, you know, Riding Dirty blows up. Mm -hmm. Biggest song of his career. And it's a smash with ringtones. It's one of like the most popular ringtones. And guess what? He pocketed, I think, like ninety percent of the profits from the ring because they were the label was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> one dollar a pop, sure, <laughs> fine, take them. And that's that's the kind of belief you and that crazy you have to have fraud. yourself. And you know, people talk about this all the time, and sometimes like on Twitter and stuff, and people laugh them out off the internet. But it's true. Soldier Boy is another one who was smart enough to go. I, I want the money from the ringtones. I want the money from this, that, and the other thing. I, yeah. I want. He signed what is what some people say a really good deal for his age and for what he was able to accomplish with it. Like yeah. I don't know the ins and outs. I mean, he could be he could have been on the hook for like eight albums. I don't know. But as far as like the merchandise deal and the extracurricular money that he was yeah. making off of his singles, he signed a good deal. And mm -hmm. it's like it's not impossible. That's the thing. People people will tell you like, well, I mean. You know what are you gonna tell a, a little yachty who's who's living in squalor, who's trying to get you know get their mother out, blah 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 blah. And it's like you make a good point, but you have to believe that if a label is gonna offer you a hundred thousand dollars, the next label is gonna give you two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. You could get on your own three hundred thousand. Like you have right. to believe that there is more out there for you. If that one, there's no way. That there's just the one guy who's like, I'm going to take my chances. Fuck that. <laughs> They're just trying to be the first one because they see the value. And you and have to see it yep. in yourself. You get get you cheap and first. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, more power to you, Kanye, if all of this comes to fruition and something really positive comes from that. I tweeted that like I'm not going to comment on any of his business deals mm -hmm. until I see the prices of his um, gap collaboration right because that's really going to be indicative of like how much of this is just talk and how much of this is real because he always talks about you know I ch i'm trying to i'm trying to do this for the black community and i'm yeah. trying to admit, blah, blah. like um only a couple years ago he was saying that like the yeezys are going to be cheaper and we're going to make them here in america and I'm, we're going to make a bunch so that you know this whole sneakerhead culture thing doesn't take over and blah 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 and he has yet to do that they no. still covet his shoes the resale value on his on his Yeezys is through the roof like he's done nothing to change that so this gap collaboration <clears throat> is supposed to be the first step in affordable yet yep. chic uh streetwear right so if that's the case if you can just go to the mall and get some Yeezys I'll, I'll, I will, I'll be like, I will commend him for that mm -hmm. because that's what he keeps saying he wants that's to do. That's the vision. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. But anyway, <sighs> that's enough. Well, that's he's, been the one beer and podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he's already got enough. We already give him so much energy that I, I don't know if he deserves it or not. But that's what he wants, though. Yeah. And we gave it to him. So <laughs> on a more positive note, Still a capitalistic note, but more positive. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> we finally, finally have the information that we've been begging for. Yeah. Actually, it was last week that we were like, yeah. hopefully we'll, ha we'll we know. We need something. And, and now we know. We know we have the specs. 
We have the release date and we have the price for the PlayStation 5. Ladies and gentlemen, Sony had their PlayStation event where they not only announced the specs, the prices, yada, 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 but some things that we can look forward to in the coming um, console generation. generation. Most of them actually coming out next year, yeah. 2021. A lot of the announcements. Yeah. Ve yeah, very. I was surprised at how many things were like coming really soon. <laughs> yeah. So that's dope. Yep. So let's kind of run down what we got. All right. Uh, just to give them, give them a little bit of uh, swag here. I'm looking at the article Swag. on TheVerge.com. So the big announcement was that the PlayStation 5 is coming out with the disk drive for $499.99. And then there's a digital version that's coming out for $300.99.99. Sorry, I got stuck. 400 bucks. <laughs> for the, for the digital version, yeah, which um, you know, a lot of people were surprised by because, you know, Xbox Series S mm -hmm. uh, was announced recently for three hundred bucks, mm -hmm. but it's a much lower tier of tech in that. Yeah, so a lot of people coming out of this announcement have have been really uh, hot on that announcement that for only a hundred dollars more. You get the same tech in the system. You just don't get a disk drive, which a lot of people are okay with nowadays. $100 less. $100 less. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, no, $100 more uh, oh, compared oh, to the, the Xbox. Xbox. Got you, got you. Right, Understood. right, right, right. Understood. So a lot of people are comparing those two and being like, well, the better deal, <coughs> the better deal is really to go with the PlayStation because you get the PlayStation 5, like, all frills, mm -hmm. but... You just, you just, the only uh, uh, thing that you don't get is the disk drive, which a lot of people download their games digitally anyway. I, um, I have, at this point, dude, with the past like couple of games that I've been playing uh, and, and the issues that I've been having with my PlayStation now, I mean, it is on its last leg. I understand. It's, you, it's old as fuck. It's uh, like a debut yeah, version, it, right? No, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a one, day, one. day one PlayStation. So I understand that I'm actually lucky that it still works. I get that. Mine too, yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't really work as well as <laughs> you, know, you would hope. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, dog, if I can never buy another disc again, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So. Yep. So that was the big announcement, uh, probably the biggest. And also, it's going to launch November 12th in the U.S., Japan, and a bunch of other territories. Yeah. Um, there, uh, one more thing, announcement one at the very end thing. of the the entire conference was that God of War Ragnarok yeah. is going to be coming. Um, oh, yeah. There wasn't much. Boy. Other than a voiceover. Boy. Boy. But it's still exciting. Boy. It's supposed to be coming out next year. Boy. Which is kind of crazy <clears throat> to think about. Yeah, right? That seems really soon. It seems like how were they able to be working on this game? Like, how much information did they have? How? Because how? God of War came out in 2018. Right. This the, this new system's going to come out in 2020, late 2020. Yeah. And so they've that, already that, got the game ready 2021. Yeah, and that's three years. Yeah, that's so, how. How were they able to do that? There have been some people guessing that it's more of like a Spider-Man Miles Morales where it's like a side uh, story 
you get Ragnarok and then you get the actual God of War 2. Okay. Okay. With maybe like a different you know, uh pantheon of gods. Yeah. Um so that's been a theory tossed around which may make sense. I could see that. Yeah. That makes more sense. Either way I'm fine cuz if it's just more of throwing that axe and catching it, I'm yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um PlayStation Plus is getting an extra bonus for PS5 uh called the PlayStation Plus Collection. Uh, which gives you a full collection of a lot of last gen, well, technically current gen right now, but last gen classics like Uncharted 4, uh, Bloodborne, uh, Batman Arkham City, mm-hmm. um, and on and on and on and on. You can look up the entire list. I think there's about 10 in that list, maybe a little bit more. I think uh, <clears throat> anybody who, you know, I've I've been spending a lot of time playing like um, multiplayer games for the past like two or three years, but um, I mean we grew up playing you know narrative driven single player games, yep. right? And I just think because I talked to I talked to Salfie and Eddie and stuff, and they're they're who I play most of these multiplayer games with. Yeah, and they just I I understand why it's never been really their bag to to do shit like that. I get it, but. To, to play like single player narrative driven yeah, games, a, yes. Okay. And I think that I mean this is this message goes out to you guys <laughs> and people like you who who all they do is every year they just buy Madden and then yeah and then that's it. Like it because what I've seen is the same people who do stuff like that are the same people who want to tell you about the the coolest fucking show on Netflix or shit. Hmm. Like the people who. The people who sit down and only play NBA 2K and Madden also really fuck with The Witcher and shows like that. I've noticed there is this um there's this Venn diagram and yeah. they're in the middle of it where it's like, dude, don't you understand that like that you, media You can experience that. You can. Yeah. It's right you there. You can make the choices. <laughs> so, I mean, just the people who think like, nah, I don't really want to waste my time playing Uncharted. I mean, Dude, if you enjoy Indiana Jones or yeah. any kind of adventure movies, action adventure movies, yeah. like give it a shot. You would just, I, I think, a lot of people don't understand like, how much us. fun Last of Us. I mean, yeah. everybody's obsessed with The Walking Dead. We talked about that last week. Everybody's obsessed with the goddamn Walking Dead, <clears throat> and and not only that, but if you're if you're a fan of any of the AMC classic shows, yeah. It has the same feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it takes it as seriously as those shows do. Yeah, people uh, don't understand the artwork or or the, the art period and the experience that they're missing out on by being stuck in this. Ah, I only play X yeah. game. And it's like, dude, there's a world out yeah. there, buddy. It's just yeah, yeah. Now I think I think some of it is that some people don't get the same thrill out of not playing against somebody. It's like a competitive thing. Yeah. That's all they look for in games. So I get that aspect yeah, of it. I get that. Um, Cause I mean, that's why I'm pretty much just an avid single player narrative driven game guy. Yeah. I don't have that competitive spirit as much. Yeah. I do like my odd, you know, war zones and stuff like that. But for the most part, I I'm not driven by that sort of like, <clears throat> competitive spirit yeah like i'm gonna go on and play 2k with people gonna dominate right i don't care about that so and it's not because i suck it's because i suck um (laughs) but 
Yeah, I mean, I'd say at least give it a shot. This gives people a, a, a huge opportunity to right. at least try these things out yeah. for free. Yeah. Oh, not for free. You're paying for the subscription, but you're probably <laughs> paying for the subscription anyway. Right. So it's an added bonus. Most people are paying for that subscription. Exactly. Anyway. If you're well, if you're playing online anyway, you're paying paying for that subscription. Give those single player games a chance. Right. Why not? Yeah. No reason not to. And you're bored, and you're waiting for that next that next iteration <laughs> of your sports game. Just play Arkham Knight, man. Mm. It's just so much fun. Yeah. You you can, you may. Surprise yourself. Yeah. Find something fun in there. The the real competition is within. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's nice. Um. Then we have Final Fantasy 16. Oh, that was officially announced. Officially announced. I I missed that. A big ass trailer. We'll watch it after this show. All right. Um. But it looks very dark. It looks almost Witcher like. Mm. Um. But a lot of the same trappings of a lot of the Final Fantasy series. There's chocobos. There's magic, crystals, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Action RPG still. Uh, from the looks of it, it but it looks like there's more like it, it's hard to say without seeing the actual um, like uh, hub uh-huh. or HUD, I should say, um, to show like what the controls look like. Mm-hmm. But the action looks really like frenetic and fast. It almost looked like a Devil May Cry. To me, yeah, I was gonna say, <clears throat> um, these games would. I, I don't know why they're not taking more, um, take taking more stuff from, uh, um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts three, like the combat system is awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> it's so much fun. Well, I think that's what like Seven Remake took a lot from. I mean, it's. <sighs> It looks like you hit the button to hit stuff, but then you also have a menu to throw out spells. It, it looks Final Fantasy VII remake. It it looks like it's a it took inspiration, but it didn't go far enough. Mm. There's a lot of things that I think that they could have done better. That that Kingdom Hearts three three the combat system. It, I I think Kingdom Hearts three the combat system is better. Mm. I think it's better. You're wrong. It's fine. But <laughs> Have you even played Kingdom Hearts three? I've seen enough. It's. I'm telling you, man. I've seen enough to know. <laughs> it's better. I'll give it a shot. I'll try it out. It's better. Yeah, but I, I still love Seven Remake. How um, far are you? Did you beat it yet? Not yet. I'm almost thirty hours in. Yeah. I picked it back up for like. 20 minutes and i was like i can't do this (laughs) why because stop being dumb i'm i was just so be smart i I need to i I need to take a little bit more time away from it okay because i was i've just been i just (sighs) finished god of war yeah that's fair that's fair so i I, like i I just put it back in and i'm like it's it's not as good it just doesn't (laughs) feel the same it's not as good it's just not as good yeah okay i'll come back in yes please do Good game. Very good game. Um, then we have the new trailer for Spider-Man Miles Morales, which looks pretty cool. Um, looks very similar to the old – old, the last Spider-Man game. Um, yeah, old. C- control-wise. Oh, so old. Yeah. Uh, control-wise and, like – it uh, looks like the combat is very similar, and which is a great thing because that game handles like a charm. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's a game we can agree on. That's yeah. just oh, oh yeah, yeah. great, 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 great. So good. Yep. That's another game that is like I played late in in its life cycle, 
and I just I'm so glad that I didn't that I that I didn't pass up on it completely mm-hmm. that I went back in cuz it's just so good. It's it's fantastic. Did you ever get into the like DLC? I haven't done stuff? the DLCs yet. That I'm going to go back in. It's really good too. Yeah. It's one of the better DLCs that I've ever played. I've I've I, yeah, I've read that they they take a lot of time. There's more the story end. content and like it's it's actually really good. Really worth playing through. It adds to the storyline. Spider-Man was one of the first games that I was like I really really wanted um platinum it yeah like I, I you know you know me i don't give a shit about right i just don't care about platinuming games yeah. but that one i was like i can and i will yeah like i i know that i can yeah yeah and i and i want to it's it's a fun challenge to do that in that game yeah uh but anyway the the spider-man miles morales looks like they add stuff to that already good system which i mean to me is exactly what they should do yeah at this point it looks like Miles has more of those like electrical abilities, yeah, which adds a new element to the combat. Uh, very cinematic. Running on PS Five, it looks like there's way less lag as far as like uh, transitioning from cinematics to action, mm-hmm. uh, which looks awesome. They also announced something pretty interesting, which is if you buy the premium edition of the game, it costs 70 bucks, but it comes with the original Spider-Man oh. in it too. You can buy just Miles Morales, <coughs> just that game for 40. Okay. Or you can upgrade to the deluxe edition, which comes with the original game too. So, I mean, that pretty much, that pretty much tells you that it's not a full game by itself. Right. I mean, if there was any pe- if there anybody who was still wondering, like, is it or is it not? Yeah. Because they've been kind of weird about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been obviously trying to sell it as its own game. Like, it's its own thing. We're not selling it as DLC. It's its own standalone, bam, big thing by itself. But now that's we in know. Their, that's in their own best interest, though, because, you know, they want to... They want to put it up on a pedestal to say this is its own game. It's robust DLC. Exactly. It's it's not Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Is if that's the answer you're looking for. It's not Spider-Man 2. I mean, it's the equivalent of, you know, when when say Destiny comes out with these story-driven DLCs. Yeah, or they're uh, big expansions to the game. They're huge like they're $40 expansions to the game that if you just had that, that would be enough. But it's not the f- yeah. it's not a full revamp of the game. The most equal analogy is uh Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. It's it's its own game built upon what was already there. Yeah. Which is fine, especially for Spider-Man because that's such a good game already. I'm I'm in. Uh I tweeted about the Puerto Rican flag being in it so much. I saw that and, and I was and, like, yeah. Yeah, that that did my heart some good. It's nice. I it's like nice. That. Um so yeah. I'm excited about that one. There was also a um a new Harry Potter game revealed. At uh, potentially the worst time for a Harry Potter game to be revealed. <laughs> oh, bro. What is J.K. Rowling doing? <laughs> What's going on? She's, she's going like this. Look, your memories. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> she can't help herself. Bro. She can't help herself. Bro, what is happening? Someone said on, on Twitter... She literally could have just kept her mouth shut, believed whatever she wanted to, kept her mouth shut, and just said stuff like, oh, you know, I'm really happy about my cucumber sandwich today, and, like, lived the rest of her life 
being this treasured icon yeah. of our generation. But instead, she had to become this 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 uh, 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 epitome of speaking out of turn on things you don't understand. Yeah, and 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 being this hateful like uh 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 amalgamation of of trash <laughs> this trash human this trash she's trash dude she she doubled then tripled then quadrupled down and then wrote a book about it wrote a book. you so, heard what her next book's about yeah, right oh yeah dude and i think that now that we know what her next next book is about <clears throat> This whole thing has been theater for her. Yeah. To be on Twitter talking all this shit to rustle the jimmies of anybody uh-huh. who would listen. She's pulling Kanye West. Yeah. Now she's coming out with, oh, man. It all makes sense. Oh, man. I've never seen anybody. And people were talking about this on Twitter. It was this long thread of, like, have you ever known anyone in the history of pop culture to have cultivated so much goodwill and to have just flushed it down the toilet <laughs> as epically as she has. She lit it on fire. There's no one in the history. I mean, when you think about positive role models that we have. Anyone, that, wait, wait. Anyone who was, a, not this generation, anyone who was a fan of Hitler's art, probably the same scenario. Wait, what? If, if you were a big fan of Hitler's art before he became this dictator, <laughs> if you were just like, this guy, Adolf... He's really good. <laughs> and then suddenly, 10 years later, you're like, oh, he's killing a lot of Jews. You know, like, yeah. that may be yeah. above J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But little bit. <laughs> at the same time, she has destroyed everything she's built. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Okay. Did you know that over two thirds of kids don't know. Yes, and that may be why that came to mind. <laughs> Unfortunately, what's happening? I don't. I mean, why, dude? What's happening? I can't even put a. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I just don't know what's going on anymore. We were supposed to be getting smarter. Yeah. What happened? This, this is the kind of shit. I was. Uh, I was watching. Um. Uh, I think it was Leon Lush. Um, another uh, um, YouTube commentator, uh-huh. really funny guy, and he had he had this whole episode dedicated to um, these TikTokers who are going on there and they're making these horrible TikToks of these POVs of being yes. like Holocaust victims. Yep, and <clears throat> his whole video is like, "Holy shit! How dumb can you be to make a video like this? It's so it's so." Um, Hazard and tasteless and yeah. just Jesus Christ, why would you do something like this? And now, knowing that that audience may actually look at that video and go, "Huh, I never knew that that happened," and have to Google it, like it, dude, it puts a whole new spin on the whole thing. Like those kids, because his whole point was most of them are just clout chasers. They're jumping on this. Um, uh, social media activism thing that like a lot of these a lot of influencers yeah. just do it it's to, like a challenge yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and not to say that he's wrong but there may be a level to it that he is wrong about 
these kids do need to be educated on stuff like that. Now, obviously, yeah. not that way. Right. Well, <laughs> but one of the uh, one of the Holocaust museums, I think it may have been Auschwitz. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure. One of one of the Holocaust museums um, responded to those videos on, I think, Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, look, we don't condone people like bullying these kids for doing what they're doing. Yeah. Most of them that we've seen have been coming from a good place from what we can tell. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to educate people. They're trying to tell a story, but not really having the, the, the knowledge or like faculties or like the ability to do that in the right way. Yeah. So instead of that, we'd rather them research and figure out really what happened during the Holocaust yeah. for real. So, you know, don't don't try to like cancel these kids. Instead, we'd prefer you link them to like these actual stories of the Holocaust. I, I think though, <clears throat> as as awful as this sounds, I think that you're going to you're gonna be able to educate people, not people, but kids that that age, you're gonna be able to hook them better with these shitty TikToks than you are with linking them to some long diatribe about what happened. Well, no, it, it's not even about educating the larger masses. It's about educating the, the kids who did those TikToks to know better than to do that. Well, I wonder, I wonder. So they can spread the message more accurately than like, you know, look at me in my dark makeup. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm starving to death. Yeah, it's you know? not good. But no, but I wonder about those kids. I wonder if, I mean, I truly wonder, like, they seem to know enough. It doesn't seem like it's a lack of knowledge about what happened so much as it is a lack of... Like, tact. Right. Like, And I think that that's something that goes along with teaching them how to just interact with the world. Then that, it, I, then I it has... Like, I feel like that's just a, <laughs> a natural, like, thing you learn as you get older. Exactly. Which, which, which is why it's smart for you not to be TikToking when you're 12. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I think that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Like lesson you need a little bit, especially if you're going to be talking about something as serious as the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, you know, do your dance, do your dance, do your dance, do your, do your dance. dance. But if you're going to be talking about something of, you know, real, uh, heavy, <laughs> uh, subject matter. Uh huh. Wait. Yeah. Give it, give it a sec. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe talk to your parents about it. Yeah. Maybe they have some perspective and they can go, you probably shouldn't do this video on this. Uh, instead, maybe talk, uh, tell them, link them to these things and say, hey, you know, I found out this really sad story. Uh, here's some historical information for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for us, that was like having to read uh, Anne Frank, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read Anne Frank. Uh, we, went to, we went to some museum. Where the fuck were we? Somewhere in St. Augustine, I think. Hmm. Somewhere. Somewhere here there is a museum that's dedicated to um, the Holocaust. Interesting. I, I've never knew that. <clears throat> yeah, we went somewhere. Dude, I I won't tell this story. Okay. Not on the podcast. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell it to you later. It's okay. kind of fucked up. But um, it has to do with the atrocities. Basically, uh, I learned some of the atrocities, mm-hmm. and then my young brain was like, mom, you won't guess the kind of shit that I heard. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I told her some of the stuff that we learned, and it's really, 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 really fucked up. But my young brain didn't from from the Nazis. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Really? Can you believe it? Wow. Can you believe it? Wow. And those guys. In in my head, led it, by the painter. <laughs> the way that the way that <laughs> led by the artist formerly known as. Um, Man, that's really disappointing. <laughs> and, and my and my young brain, it was fucked up. But and I and I this is how I've always been in. Mm. Even things that are really, truly, truly fucked up. There's a part of my brain that is fascinated by the level that human beings can get to. That's humanity. That that's right. why uh, that's why true crime's so big. It's like yes, people are yes. F- absolutely fascinated by serial killers. Uh, you know, uh, uh, people who commit war atrocities and like yeah. all these things. These historical, like you know. Every dad's obsessed with World War Two, <laughs> yeah. And it's like it, it's because we're just we, we just as a species, I I feel have this attraction to learning the depths of humanity, yeah. Understanding it because it's scary because it makes you realize that most people are kind of capable <coughs> of anything. Jesus, sorry. Given the circumstances, you yes. Know? And understanding the depths of humanity kind of lets you open up to the possibility of there being the exception to that, you know? Well, not according to my mom, who did not take lightly to hearing these oh, stories. Oh, no. Yeah, it really, it upset her in a way that I was like, I I didn't know that I could say words that would hurt up, you. Up, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I won't describe it because it's really messed up. Yeah. And I'm really, I don't even really like talking about it that much. But <clears throat> anyway, um, how do we? Oh, because J.K. Stu- Rowling. Yes, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Dude, somebody, somebody in her corner needs to be like, do you mind? Just actually, you know what? She pa- probably power of attorney <laughs> of attorney of attorney <laughs> of attorney. Please, power of attorney. I don't think. I don't think. I think that she's such a self-sustained entity mm-hmm. that there's probably no one there to. No, she probably didn't have any handlers. No, it's no, she's just surrounded like, by yes men, and yeah, that's all that that uh she has to answer to i i i predict that this this book is is gonna backfire like massively but i think unless there's like some kind of underlying thing that she's like planning a long 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 con that's not gonna happen i think what's gonna happen is people will buy it out of curiosity yeah i can see that not enough to make it like a bestseller but Still enough from like the, you know, the conservative sides. Yeah, there's enough people on her Twitter who are like, she's just giving her opinion, she, man. She's speaking up for the, you know, the 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 actual women. Yeah, there's a lot. I see a lot of that. We like, we haven't actually explained what she's done, but she's apparently <laughs> just been a, a huge transphobe. Yeah, and and but the thing is, it's more dangerous than just being just being somebody who's like, you know, I hate trans people. They're gross. They're weird. It's on a level of lawmaking and like no, not just not that. On the level of being a person who claims to understand their struggle, but doesn't want the struggle of real women to be forgotten in this discussion that we're having about trans people. Right, right, And right. so you mask it in this, I care about women, 
all women, trans women, real women, and then most people will go, well, what do you mean by real women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's where the discussion curtails into, well, I mean. You know. You know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking about. And, and then that's where most people are like, no, no, no. Go ahead and explain <laughs> Please it explain. to us. And JK? oh, she did. <laughs> oh, she did. Yeah. So yeah, and 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 that's the thing that that's what's more dangerous about these people who pretend to be on your side, pretend to be allies. Yeah. These people who are, you know, they're all about gay rights until it's you know the the person who's like, hey man, I got nothing against gay people, and then it's like, well. What if your daughter was gay? Fuck that! <laughs> Not my daughter! I would simply disown her. <laughs> it's like, it's those same, it's that same crowd that's like, pretends to be on yeah. your side until well, it hits closer to home. I, I don't mind gay people, they're just going to hell. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. you know. So, uh, yeah, so she's been very vocal about those views. Yeah. So much so that she's written a book about it. Yeah, so the book is apparently about... A uh, cis male who dresses up as a woman and attacks women. Yeah, which is apparently the 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 fear of a lot of people who are transphobic about just you know all these stories of guys, straight men, who decide to dress up in women's clothing. Just to try to attack women in yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, you know how often a guy that looks like us puts a dress on, goes into a bathroom and says, I identify as a lady. I'm trans. Let me make out with you. Yeah. You know how that, that, that old happens bag, all the time. You know how that yeah. It happens how often all the that time. happens. Yeah. You know what? And I won't stand for it. Not with my daughter in that bathroom. <laughs> God damn it. Not with my daughter. So uh yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we can The game a- looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunately in this current timeline in which J.K. Rowling is, uh, you know, this figurehead for hate of an entire group. You have to think anybody who's attached to the project or anybody who's attached to what she created has to be going. I mean, why are you doing this? Stop. Why are you fucking Please this up stop. for the rest of us? Yeah. From a from a selfish standpoint, you have to be like, why are you fucking our money up, bro? Like, what are you of doing? Of course, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm sure WB feels that way. Oh yeah, big time. They're like. We're trying to sell a video game, idiot. What are yeah. you doing? And then I know that, I mean, they have the Fantastic Beast movies. I don't know if they're doing a third one. They were supposed to, but I haven't heard anything about that Yeah. since the second one kind of bombed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so moving back to PlayStation talk. Right. <laughs> after we went on an entire, I don't, well, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, this game's called Hogwarts Legacy, uh, so it kind of distances distances itself from Harry Potter. Uh, uh, in a way, it's set in the 1800s, late 1800s, in Hogwarts. You create your own wizard, and it seems like it's kind of an action RPG. So, I'm not that big of, um, you know. I, I know, <laughs> I know, but it looks cool. A- and then, not only do you have Hogwarts to kind of like explore and do stuff in but apparently you can explore the world around hogwarts and go on your own adventures after you get out of school and stuff well the reason i bring up the fact that i'm not that big a fan other than just selfishly want to bring it back to me um is also just the fact that like this is this is one of those things that's like 
very um uh you, you just have to be within i think that you have to really this is a niche thing is what i guess i'm trying to say not harry I'm not, potter i'm not saying harry potter is a niche thing okay. i'm saying a video game about harry potter is not something for casual playstation players i think there's a huge market yeah. our entire generation all of them will play it but yeah. what i'm saying is a person who's not that big a fan is not going to be like oh, i wonder what this wizard I game need to get the Harry Potter yeah, game. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that being said, um, you know, I, I wasn't anticipating a Harry Potter game, but seeing the the video of it kind of interested me. It yeah. looks pretty good. But I, we'll see. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 8 Village. Yeah. Um, there's another trailer of that. It looks really good. <laughs> I don't know why, but I've just been watching Resident Evil walkthroughs. I talked about it last mm. week. And so yeah, I'm just I'm just all now I'm mind all you, in on Mind you, you've been watching the walkthroughs of uh what? Two and three? Yeah, not not um seven. seven. Yeah. Okay. But I am going to once I'm done with two, I'm gonna go watch seven. Okay. Because I know it's different. Well, if you want, if you want, I plan on re uh, not replaying. I plan on beating seven uh-huh. for the spooky season. Okay. Finally. Okay. Because it takes me a long time to beat horror games. <laughs> I don't know if I can be in the same room watching you play. I mean, I want to. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. And I'll yeah, I'll do it. Okay. But oh man, it sounds stressful. Well, look, worst case scenario is what I'm saying. I can I can beat it eventually. Yeah. And let you have it. Nope. So you can play Absolutely it. Absolutely not. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I won't I won't I'll play like I won't I I'll never beat it. I'll never <laughs> beat it. I I dude, I <laughs> oh shit. I'm such I'm such a pussy. I have I think I've only I think I only beat Resident Evil One on the PlayStation. Okay. And Dead Space? Uh, oh yeah, I definitely beat Dead Space. That was a struggle. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> um, Dead Space, I definitely beat Dead Space. Um, I don't think I ever be- beat Dead Space two because of that reason. It's just too. It's just <laughs> going in the wrong direction. <laughs> Bless you. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I so yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can try, but <laughs> I just don't see it happening. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. all you need to know is is seven or eight looks like a continuation of seven, uh, but more in like a, a, a Resident Evil four sort of setting. Yeah, where it's like an entire village of people. <clears throat> how how coming at wh- you. where do you fall on the first person versus third person debate? I think first person is intrinsically scarier, but I prefer third, and it's because. I'm a chicken, um, <laughs> but also I just like the the combat better of a third person game where you can see all around you and like you know. Okay, so yeah, follow up question: mm-hmm. Are you do you prefer first person or third person? Period, game wise. Um, so probably third. I think I, I I just think I like third person because that's what we really grew up playing mm-hmm. for the most part. You know, I, like I played Doom back in the day and stuff like that, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't as pervasive as third-person games. Period. 
I mean, like even like a two D games, you know, you, you see the character there. Yeah, that's what I was used to for a long time. <clears> from like <throat> Mario sixty four, you're playing as that guy there. So I'll never mm. understand any video game that has cosmetics in it that you don't get to see. I just it's just wild to me. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Like Overwatch is the biggest offender of that. Like they have these super cool cosmetics that only your enemy gets to see. Yeah. I just never be able to wrap my head. Are you in the menu? Yeah, and you just get to like. I know that that's what I look like, but I just have to imagine it. Yeah, I don't know. And when I learned that um, Cyberpunk was gonna be first person, I don't think I talked about it on the show, but I was like super disappointed, man. Oh, you've cried about it a lot. Yeah, I know I've cried. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's being made by. The same company that made The Witcher, and they made a perfect—I mean, a masterpiece third-person game. Why would you go first-person? Yeah, it's a good question. And why in a game where you, you know, who you are is important? Yeah, what you look like, how you how you present yourself to the world in this game seems to be a big part of the game itself. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense to me. The only thing I can think of is like they really want you to immerse in the world. But you can still get that immersion in a third-person game. Every game so. should be like Battlefront, where you just get to choose. You just get to decide if you want first-person. Or, or uh, GTA is another one. <clears throat> yeah. GTA does it, I won't say perfectly, because once you go first-person, it's not as good no. as going third-person. <laughs> no, it's definitely added on after the yeah. fact. But I think if, if, if a game as big and detailed as GTA can sort of pull it give off, give you the option, yeah. I think... I think there's no reason why these yeah. other games shouldn't be able to give you the option. Even if it's a lesser option, just it being there, just so you can pop out and see what you look like for a little bit. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, the other now the other big announcement was uh Demon Souls remaster. Ooh. It looks exciting. really nice. It's still a game I probably wouldn't play <laughs> <laughs> because it's so hard. Yeah. Uh it's so precise oh, we're such pussies man. i know it's fine <laughs> I like the easy route but you know, i want it to be fun but not too hard i need it to be scary accessible. but not too scary yeah so <clears throat> i mean it, it looks incredible it, it has me interested because like i actually i really like bloodborne i didn't get very far in it but i enjoy that sort of gameplay mm-hmm and I know it's like a, a kiddie version of it, but uh, you know I really like the Jedi Fallen Order too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I've been kind of uh, getting myself warmed up to this style of game. Yeah. So it looking this good may get me to cross the threshold into, you know, instead of just enjoying movies and TV shows that hurt me, finally going into video games that really, really. You know, hit me hard. I need to see a therapist, and and make me hurt just yeah. to feel. You, need you to know, talk to somebody, a professional. Yeah. I'm so anyway, the the graphics look great. Yeah. They look incredible, and they show it's it's basically just a gameplay trailer. <coughs> so the, the character's walking around, block, hit, block, hit, uh, dodge, hit, and yeah. like one hit kills and like all this cool stuff, and then uh, it shows like a boss off. And uh, it it looks boss south. It looks really cool. I'm interested, but it still seems like a game that is too hard for me. (laughs) So, well, yeah, especially being next gen or even late gen, late current gen. There's no way it's not going to be just just ballistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so uh yeah i mean other than that there were a few other games announced um i know they announced i think it's actually a launch game the like a deluxe edition of devil may cry 5 Mm. with added content to it and stuff and like obviously optimized for the new console and so it looks cool isn't there a new um lego star wars game that's coming out the Skywalker Saga. Is it right? That's coming yeah. out. Yeah, right? I'm not sure if that's next gen though. Mm. Yeah, it might be current. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they they announced a couple other things here and there, but that was the gist of the entire show. Okay. The the highlights, I would say. So I mean, <clears throat> you know, the biggest thing, obviously, we finally get the specs that we've always that we've been wanting. The the uh, price point, you know, what we should actually spend our money on because they've been playing it close to the vest, so close that Obesius was getting quite angry with Sony. I was upset. And so now we have all the information. We got a couple of games announced and all that jazz. So I mean, overall, as an event, do you think pretty successful? Was there anything else that you wanted to know? Anything else that they could have done? I mean, to me, it was a home run. I think it was a great event. Um, gave me all the main things I wanted from it. And, I mean, just kind of solidified that, yeah, I want a PlayStation moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was super successful in that aspect. I think they could have shown more technically, like the game's UI or the, the console's UI and, like, showing how it actually looks when you boot it up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, beyond that, it was just, I think, everything I needed to solidify my purchase, which I'm sure is exactly what they were going for. I think the 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 fact that the now that it's confirmed that the discless version of the PlayStation will be basically just the PlayStation 5 minus the disk drive. That's all it is. That's massive for me yeah and i'm glad that that's the case because that just that that solidifies my purchase of the console i mean all i needed to know that the was that the price was going to be reasonable and i was going to buy a playstation anyway yeah so i'm happy that everything that i wanted is coming true yeah and also i agree with you ow my ass (laughs) i would have i would have liked to see like you know a little bit more of like what we're gonna see like you know like uh the god of war trailer for instance it would have been nice to see uh just a nice little um uh oh did you ever did you ever see the the stinger at the end of god of war did you ever look it up or did you act did you ever see it i think so okay spoiler warning spoiler it got staticky as soon as I said <laughs> spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert okay the Thor thing not Thor yeah Thor yeah Thor what happens so if you instead of at the end of the game if you don't if you go home immediately uh-huh. a cutscene happens where you go to bed and then some time passes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw I, this? Got, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it would have been fun to see something. Well, no, go ahead and explain so okay. people know. So yeah, if you if you if you go to bed instead of like playing any end game stuff at or, the end of the game. Yeah. So at the very end, credits are rolling. If you head home instead of going back out and cleaning up whatever you didn't finish, you'll trigger a cutscene where 
you go to bed, you think everything is all good, and then shit just hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Fucking lightning, storm, destroys your house. You go outside and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Than- uh, uh, I was going to say Thanos. Kratos is like, who are you? And the guy whips his robe out of the way and you see Mjornor. Mm-hmm. And it's Thor waiting to fucking wreck your shit. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts away. And you're like, ah, yep. Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So it's so dope. And I think that if you're somebody who played God of War, but you didn't ever trigger that scene and you just never knew about it and now you're seeing Ragnarok as the as the pseudo sequel you're like oh that's cool they talked about it a lot in the game yeah. but like you have no context for the fact that like dude it was at your doorstep yeah the worst coming yeah ooh, ooh it gave me you, chills when i saw that shit and it's like it, it's just a vision too cuz you wake up after that and yeah. you're like oh what what happened oh uh, 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 can't wait mm-hmm. And you know what's really dope is that, like, you know, I'm kind of happy now that I took a while to play the game because everything is so fresh in my mind. Yeah. You know, it's only a couple of months or a little while. They only said 2021. They didn't say when. I can only imagine. Probably less than a year. Yeah. Maybe maybe a year. Summer, you think? Uh, Maybe less than that? Maybe. Well, no, no, no. I'm thinking it, it probably will come out around fall. Fall, oh, okay, winter. like just before a year. Yeah, like maybe maybe November. Yeah, I'll give them till November. Mm. Okay, if they don't reach that, I'm going to call them <laughs> and tell them how disappointed I am. We're gonna have a long talk about this. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. I mean, I you saw me like if anybody saw me distracted in the early part of this call <laughs> to our people. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how we do it nowadays. Yeah. Um. If anybody saw me distracted, it was only because I was trying to, like, refresh a page to buy the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I wasn't able to do. But. It's okay. When we can, we will. We will. We will. Yeah, I'm definitely. Oh, man. It's so exciting. I know. It's not. It's it's a nice. It's a nice little bit of normalcy. Yeah. You know? Just, yeah. To, just to think about something that's completely inconsequential. Yeah. Just some consumer good. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Don't try to take this from us. No, no. Okay? Just let's let us have this thing. Let's enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else that we want to? Not that I can think of. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mandalorian trailer, but. Not trash. Not trash. It just, it's, <laughs> it's a dope trailer. I it, mean, looks, it, it looks really good. I mean, you know what would be really fun? Hmm. Let's do a one reel in of the Mandalorian series. Okay. We'll just go back and do all eight episodes before, uh, the, before new the new one comes out. I'm down. Let's fucking do that. Okay. All right. Deal. Um, but yeah, so the trailer's dope. Not trash. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we're good, right? Yeah. All right. Well, before we can get out of here, we got to review these beers. So, Obi, please. What the fuck were we drinking? Tell the people. This was the Sideward Brewing Sound Investment Triple India Pale Ale. Mm. What'd you think, sir? I don't have much bad to say about this. <laughs> it was really good. Oh man, I know. It was really, really good. Um, I don't want us to come across as like just straight up fanboys, but they don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> they don't miss. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, you know definitely a bit heftier than their traditional IPA, but that's what you expect from a from a triple IPA. Triple IPA. Um, yeah, it's just it's 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 a meatier version of their IPA, which I, you know, it's all I look for. 
Yeah, meaty. <clears throat> so meaty. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I, uh, I think I'm going to give this guy a five. Yeah, it's just very tasty. If you're a fan of IPA, um, I think you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm giving it a five, too. It's mm. a unanimous five. I think it's, it's for a triple IPA. You would think that that would be um, a turnoff to somebody like a casual drink or right. a scary or or like oh no I don't no. know if I want to. It's it, not. It doesn't hurt. No, it's very drinkable. It's smooth, tasty. It's just it's a well done triple IPA. I mean, we talk about whenever these companies try to uh, try to go above and beyond and they start doing these weird things where they get really high in the ABV. Yeah. Try too get, hard. Yeah, basically. And you're like, yeah. look, you don't have to do too much. Just make it simple, make it tasty. And then you, you can still hit the notches that you're trying to go for. Sideward does that, man. They do, they do things where they, it seems to be that they have a goal or an idea in mind and they do, they keep it as simple as possible to reach that goal. And they yep. do it pretty much every time. Like this triple IPA, you're like, what? But it's not. I mean, usually, think about this. Usually on 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 the show, we drink a triple IPA and we're just like, all right, it's time. <laughs> we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but it's just it's so well balanced that it it. it I didn't want to. I didn't just down it. Like yeah. it was just a good tasting. You just coast through it, kind of beer. Mm-hmm. So five. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, if that is it, then that is it. Five out of five. Five out of six. Five. Five. Unanimous five. <laughs> Maybe it's a little stronger than I thought it was. That was you going. <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous five for the sound investment from Sideward Brewing. This has been the One Beer and Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe on the YouTubes. Uh, listen everywhere that podcasts are sold and listen to. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. And we do. Bye.